We're just two friends trying to navigate our way through life. And by the end of this episode, we should have some aspect of it figured out. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm, maybe. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome or welcome back to Definitely Maybe. My name is Chasanga. And I'm Marcelo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So in today's episode, we were joined by the one, the only. <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking about like we spoke about astrology Mm -hmm. and manifestations mostly astrology um yeah yeah do you want to say a little something something like hey guys this is me hey guys this is moby lake peely but just sq for short and um, I was just talking about astrology and manifestation, but mostly astrology. And yeah, astro ho. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we love. <laughs> yeah, so we hope you enjoy the episode. Okay, so today we have a guest. Ooh. We Ooh. have. A- Okay, wait, wait, wait. Should I introduce you as SQ? Should I introduce you as SQ Astrology? I mean, you know the vibe. Uh, Just SQ, just SQ. Okay, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So today we have our friend SQ to your honor. (laughs) On the podcast, uh-huh. um, yeah, it's going to be so fun. And today, what are we speaking about, Jasanga? We're speaking about astrology and manifestation. And if you're listening to us, if you're listening to us and you know us, then, and you know SQ, then you know that this is very fitting. <laughs> <laughs> on brand. Yeah, it is. On, on brand. brand. Like, <laughs> on the dot, yes. <laughs> <laughs> For those who don't, I mean, I'm sure people know. Okay, let's not assume. But for those who don't know, or to refresh people's yeah. memory, whatever. What is astrology? Like, how would you define astrology? Um, Some people, like, argue whether is it a science? Is it an art? Is it real? Is it not yeah. real? For me, it's just the study of the quality of time, Ooh. which was a very interesting definition for me. Yeah. And I was like, that actually makes sense. So whether it's real or not, it describes the times that we're in or the times that, you know, you experience and what you experience in mm-hmm. your life. So, yeah, that's the basic definition for me. That is such an interesting way to define literally, it. Like, I've never literally. heard that. Yeah. I've never heard that. That is so cool. That is so cool. Okay, so like, how would you say it works? You know, like, explaining to... To someone that doesn't know at <laughs> yeah. all? Yeah. Oh, okay, it's a lot. Because I often get this question where it's like, okay, so what can I tell from a birth chart? And it's like, okay, a, a lot. You know, it depends on the yeah. reader as well. It depends on how the person interprets the chart. So mm-hmm. also, like, um, I don't know if it's, like, a real, like, category, but for me, I just say there's political astrology, there's personal astrology. So with polit- political astrology, then you describe what's going on in the country, 
um, oh, predicting mm-hmm. elections, predicting the type of president that's needed, predicting how the people are going to react, um, business astrology yeah. as well. And then obviously the mm-hmm. main one, which is personal astrology. And then you describe personality, characteristics, and how you grew up, with the, the, the relationship that you have with your parents, your siblings. Do you have siblings? How many kids you yeah. can have? Uh, your traumas, your triggers, the type of career that's more suitable for you. So th- it's just a bunch of things and also depends on what is exaggerated or what's highlighted in your chart. So for me... Okay. Um, okay, not me personally, but for example, in one chart, there'll like, they'll be more aspects or more planets that are more focused on the person's career, the person's purpose. And for some, it's mm. their relationships with people, their relationships with their parents. So oh. it's different for different charts. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. Because yeah. I, whenever I think of astrology, I literally only thought it was the personal aspect mm, of it. No. So that's so interesting yeah. to hear about the other two. So when you say, because I see like on Twitter, you also like retweet. Okay. I don't stalk you on Twitter, by the way. Loki exposing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, I see you like retweeting stuff like um, astrology isn't a fortune teller or something like that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh. So then <gasps> how do you... What do you think about yeah. like um, the daily horoscopes and stuff like that? Like daily horoscopes from the back of a magazine. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, it's a good introduction. It's a good introduction. But no, first of all, you look at your sun sign. And for horoscopes, yeah. they're basic. You have to look at your rising sign. So that's a whole other thing for some people. Oh, um, yeah. the, way, the way they do horoscopes is by checking the risings first. So even though I'm yeah. Taurus, I'm Sagittarius rising. So if I go to the back of back of a magazine and i'm looking for taurus and it doesn't make sense i'm like oh that doesn't make sense that's because it's my sun sign i'm supposed to be looking for my rising which will still probably be wrong because it's at the back of a magazine but um (laughs) (laughs) but it it makes more sense when you use your rising yeah Yeah. what was your question like the main my question yes oh okay so i was gonna say like with the fortune teller oh yes fortune teller um yeah. I think like one of the worst questions when it comes to astrology is am I gonna be rich or not? Um oh. I don't know. And yeah. <laughs> and the awkward thing is sometimes that's not the case. And um I mean, in terms of we're not all gonna be Bill Gates, we're not all gonna be Oprah Winfrey's, we're mm-hmm. not all gonna be mm-hmm. Jeffs, right? But we definitely yeah. have our strengths that we can use to actually do well in whatever career. Yeah is shown on our, on our chart, right? So, yeah. like, there's a difference. I mean, some people, they're okay with tens of millions. Some people, they're okay with hundreds of millions. You know, not all of us are going to reach those billions. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. there are aspects that are specific to that type of wealth, but we obviously all don't have them, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, earlier, when you were speaking, you mentioned... Like how if you were to look at horoscopes, you'd look at your rising and not your sun. Mm -hmm. So just for people listening that actually don't know anything about like astrology, could you explain like the sun and the rising and 
Um, this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you say all of that? So you have your rising sign, your sun sign, and your moon sign. That's like mm-hmm. the top three. That's your yeah. trinity of your chart. So mm-hmm. with your rising, it's usually the first impression. It's like the first burst of energy, basically. And then your sun sign is like your ego, your person, your personality, your basic everyday personality. Yeah. Your moon sign is more of your emotional needs, your emotional side. Basically, the person that you are when you're by yourself, really, and what you need. Mm-hmm. Whereas sun sign is more of what you want. So yeah. yeah. Then you have your. Then you have your other signs, your Mercury, my favorite. I always check Mercury first. And then you have your Mars, yeah. your Venus. Um, those are more of your personal signs because they move faster. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. the ones that move slower are more of like generational, generational signs. So you'll find that an entire generation has the same Pluto sign or Uranus. I don't know how you say that. I say Uranus. I don't know what other people say. But um Uranus. Yeah, okay. And then your Neptune sign as well. You find that a whole entire generation has the same Neptune sign. Then um mm-hmm. there's like and then Jupiter and Saturn are a bit of both, I'd say. Cause um mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Wait, so then let's focus on um Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we even, like, get into it, when did you, like, get into astrology? Um, pretty much all my life, to be honest. Because, like, okay, not all my life. But in primary, I was just, like, into the horoscopes, reading, mm-hmm. like, stuff in the magazine and newspapers. And then yeah. I had this phase where everyone in my family was like, no, it's demonic. No, it's satanic. So I was like, <laughs> oh, it is really <laughs> So I got freaked out. Yeah. Um, then by the time I got to high school, I'd say by grade eleven or matric, then I really got into it, and I was like, oh, okay. There's more signs than just your sun sign. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you like use it? Because I was listening to this one podcast, and they were like, no, I use it as a tool, you know, to like get to know myself better and what what what. Um. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'd say, like, it's a tool that I use to understand myself better, uh, mm-hmm. understand people better. And then now with political astrology, then it's more interesting in terms of what's going on around the world. Like, for example, the riots that are happening now. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the, the build-up yeah. to the elections in the U.S. as well. So that's yeah. also interesting. But I don't... Okay, so, like... Yeah. I don't use it as, like, a daily thing where i have to like make my decisions based on today's transits i don't really follow yes, it like that yes. and even yeah. most astrologers don't do that as well so yeah mm, mm. Okay. so you know how the app co-star and it has like their daily like thingies mm-hmm. do you do you like follow that um or you know how it says today's strength in relationships um power or whatever and stuff like um, that um they well they have like preferences in terms of which apps are better um, the pattern is mm-hmm. better than CoStar, but I think it's not really, I don't know, for me, it's not really based on transits necessarily. It's just like, uh, you know, a little quote during the day, you know, just, uh, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, <laughs> yeah. nothing serious, nothing hectic, just a little reminder pop up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's cute. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The pattern is more serious though. The pattern gets a little, a little hectic. Yeah, I've heard about the pattern. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, ooh, <laughs> about. 
the pattern is invasive. Like, that is my conclusion. There's no need for them to go... Yeah. <laughs> to read you like that. Right? Um, okay, 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 okay. But that's so cool that, like, it can be used to sort of explain what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. this year. Espe- Yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. And we were war- that's the like, thing, like, in terms of astrology, Twitter, we were warned. We were warned. Yeah, yeah. No mm. one listened. Ace. Okay. Um, so, you said that, like, um, there's the planets, um, you know, the sun, the moon, you're rising. And then you mentioned the personal planets. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. So, like, what do those stand for? Because I think you already explained the sun. Yeah. Moon okay. Moon. So, right. Venus is more used for um, romantic relationships or even, mm-hmm. like, just mm-hmm. general relationships as well. How you interact with other people. And also mm-hmm. your hobbies, your pleasures as well. So, what you mm-hmm. find pleasure in, what you find fun, you know, stuff like that. And then Mercury... Mm-hmm which I feel is my favorite, is how you think, how you communicate, right? Oh, yeah. um, so that's the thing with the relationships, like a person's just going to focus on the moon and Venus, and then it's like, okay, well, what about Mercury? Because that's important, right? Like yeah. the communication is important. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have your Mars, which can be your sex drive, how competitive you are, what are your motivations. Ooh. Then, what's the other one now? Ooh. Yeah, I think that was. Um, it. Yeah, 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 that was it. That Just was three. it. Okay. Interesting. I lowkey, I lowkey want to go into like every single, every single planet. Okay, and then Saturn. Well, with your generational planets, you'd focus on where, which house it's in, right? So mm-hmm. Saturn is your discipline, what you struggle in. Um, yeah. What you find difficult, but also where you have to practice discipline. So if, say, it's mm. in your fifth house, then you'd have to... Okay, that's a bad example. Um, if it's in your second house, then you'd have to practice discipline in how to manage your finances, how you earn money. Uh, so, yeah. Ooh. And then Jupiter is where you find luck. So if you have a second house Jupiter, then you find like in making money and you find like in um, self-value, maybe you, you, how can I say it? Like you don't necessarily struggle that much in terms of self-worth and codependency issues. And then yeah. uh, you have Uranus and Neptune. For me, Neptune is where the confusion is. So if, you have Neptune in the first house, first house of self-identity, of just who you are, like your brand, so to speak. So those people mm-hmm. will have like a difficulty finding their identity. And then Uranus mm-hmm. is where the changes are. So if you have Uranus in the seventh house, you probably change your partners a lot, your business partners a lot, your friends a lot, your relationships a yeah. lot. So yeah. Ooh, this is all so interesting. Oh it my is, God. it is, it is. Okay, wait. So then, so there are the planets and then there are the houses, yes. right? Okay. And then obviously the signs, yes. Mm-hmm. 
they each go mm-hmm. with a planet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's also elements. And then there's the Boma Cardinal fixed mutable. Mm-hmm. Modalities, and then yeah. they're like, yeah, descendants. Like, how does it all like... Okay, this is probably a huge question. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> or like a, a very twelve-page analysis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like, how does it how all, does it all like, gel and gel, work? Yeah. And it works because yeah. it creates not that it's all of who you are, but it works because it becomes you and you. Like mm. that's the thing that people need to understand is that they each person is so complex. And mm-hmm. even though you haven't reached or understood those complexities, they're still there, you know? Yeah. yeah. So um, you have your ascendant, your descendant, then you have your planets, and then you have your 12 houses, and then you still have aspects. So aspects for me, how I define aspects is the relationship between the signs. So um, sun square Mars is very different from sun conjunct Mars, so that in itself, yeah, it's two planets, <laughs> yeah, but, like, what? but the aspect changes everything, right? We mm. still haven't spoken about the houses. We still haven't spoken about the degrees. That's yeah. just two planets yeah. and its aspect. So yeah, it's it, it's a lot. It's very layered. And to think yeah. that astrology isn't just like the end all and be all of one person really mm-hmm. makes you think about. How complex are we really? We really are. Astrology is just one aspect of it. Yeah. 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 You still have like your experiences, your your, trauma. mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. That's wild. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. 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 So then let's 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 go to like the simple stuff that you know most people know. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay. Let's go. um, Elements. So we have earth, fire, water, and air. Earth, Mm -hmm. which is elite, Capricorn, Virgo, Taurus. Fire, we have, I say Sagittarius. Okay, wait, wait. So then, like, um, could you say, like, the characteristics of, the common characteristics of each element? Okay, so how I see it, it's like, I don't know if other people do this, but in my head, it's almost like, four elements that work together right so that's why it's very important Mm -hmm. to interact with people of different elements because they both Mm -hmm. bring different things out of you right so we start with fire for aries so fire is the initiator fire is the one get that that gets things done that wants to do it that wants to just be right Mm -hmm. and then water is more of the emotional aspect water is the one that makes us feel like it's the element that really just wants to feel what's going on, take in what's going on, the experiences, just really feel, yeah. And then you have Earth. Earth wants to stabilize, especially since Taurus is... Okay, so right after each fire sign is an Earth sign. So after Mm -hmm. all that energy is like initiated and like this go, 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 Earth is like, okay, let's stabilize this. Let's let's yeah. calm this down. Let is this practical? Is this long term? How is this going to work? That's that practical mm. energy. And then air wants to basically expand it or like send it through. So it's like, okay, fine, 
you've stabilized it but now there's like this stillness with earth energy that's why they often described as like boring or very they're very like into themselves mostly yeah. introverts right not all of them but it's very much an introverted energy and air's like mm-hmm. okay fine we've done the work you've mm-hmm. now you want to exude this energy you've stabilized it but now it needs to actually move and go ahead and interact with other people as well so air signs are one of one of your more interactive energies especially mm-hmm. gemini and libra those are your more social yeah. signs yeah so that's how i view it okay yeah okay 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then um the modalities like how would you modalities so there's that. fixed cardinal mutable <laughs> mutable yes yeah, sorry yeah Ooh, okay blah moments okay so there's fixed <laughs> cardinal and mutable mutable these are the signs that have the bad rep of being how do i put this in a nice way of cheating so Ooh. um oh they change a lot <laughs> well not ghosting ghosting and cheating right so there's gemini's okay. sagittarius pisces there's one more virgo as well okay virgo isn't really um that much of of a mutable well they are but i think for virgo it's more mental mutability mm-hmm. than physical and just like ghosting or you know so the yeah. thing is with mutable is that they always want a different environment. They're always looking for different friends, different relationship, different... They get bored easily. A different job mm-hmm. as well. So you find that, okay, MC is usually your career, just in general. So if you mm-hmm. have a mutable MC, you usually change your careers a lot. You usually change your jobs a lot. And then fixed energy... Fixed energy can get quite obsessive and possessive. It's it's almost like the opposite of mutable for me. It wants to do the same things all the time. It wants to go to the same restaurants. It wants the same group of friends. So these are the people that have like 20-year friendships with people. Um, They stick for a job and for like 20 years, you'll find that like someone has been doing the same thing for decades right so that's fixed energy cardinal energy is also similar to fire in terms of just being like the initiator in terms of starting something but not really finishing it right so (laughs) so they start a career they start a relationship they start a friendship but they don't necessarily like fully they're not as fixed into it right but they also don't yeah but they also don't want to like flip flop and change like mutables yeah. so mm. that's when someone else is required to sort of like not pick up push the slacks them. but yeah push them a little bit and be like oh, okay just carry on at this you're good at this yeah you know? crazy crazy because um i'm a cardinal sign and i've definitely seen that like in friendships and stuff so that's wow <laughs> <laughs> um okay 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 Okay, and then like then let's go into like each okay with each like sign now like um the stereotypes versus 
the actualities the yeah yeah i don't like the thing is some of the stereotypes are correct that's the thing so like yes it's stereotypes and it gets tiring and gets boring but i mean yeah so where does the smoke there's fire (laughs) for aries is this um stereotype of them being angry all the time and (laughs) you, you know always just starting a fight but i think an aries friend is always important because they're the ones that try to protect you. They're the ones yeah. that are like, is everything okay? Is everything fine? Do you want me to beat up someone? Do you want me, you know? <laughs> so, and sometimes you need that intensity. And one thing that I've learned from Aries people is that even though you are angry, you need to express that anger. Yeah. And yeah. when people are talking about angry Aries stereotype, what they don't realize is that because they let out that anger at that moment, Five minutes later, they just so they're like over it. They're over it exactly. They they are really like one of the biggest forgivers, you know. So yeah, Taurus lazy. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) guys, excuse me. First of all, first of all, I think like with Taurus is just that we have like two or three things on our minds that we focus on, Mm -hmm. and that's it. We just want to focus on that. You know, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. we put in our all in those two or three things, you know, because mm-hmm. you find like we're looking at other people do like 10 different things. And it's like, why don't you just focus your energy on two or three and then excel in those two or three things? Yeah. So that's yeah. a Taurus mindset. Gemini. So then if like someone like put something else on your plate, you're like, yeah, nice. I'm like, mm, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, Mm-mm, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Gemini. Can I talk about Gemini's later? <laughs> okay. Oh, I know one. I know one stereotype about Gemini's, which yeah. One stereotype. Two faced. Oh, two faced. Um, okay. Okay. Let me just go in. <laughs> yeah, girl, go in. <laughs> the thing is with Gemini's tea. is that um, for them being two, some of them, some not all. But especially mm-hmm. the ones that use their energy correctly. The thing that happens is they are a little far too complex for the average folk. Because especially if Ooh. you have um, a Gemini Mercury as well. That combo. That combo. It's, oh. it's highly intelligent people. And because they're so smart, they tend to drift away from the emotional aspect of certain situations mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and also they they use it's like they overuse their mental energy so to speak because there's so much of it mm-hmm. especially if again especially if they have a gemini mercury and mm-hmm. gemini is ruled by mercury and mercury being the planet of the mind and how you think and how you communicate so they know what to say when to say yeah. how to say it and that's what, oh, and that's when dangerous. the mind games starts. So with yeah. each energy that the sign possesses, you can use it correctly or incorrectly. So because they have so much mental energy and they can see that actually, I'm actually slightly smarter than just the average folk. So then they yeah. use it to manipulate. Mm-hmm. They use it to gaslight. They use it to sort of get what they want. And then, or lie. So... <laughs> Yeah, See? but also um, 
Yeah. Okay, I have. I've never <laughs> anything seen positive this, to say about. <laughs> I've never seen this explanation from any astrologer. It just came out of my head. Mm-hmm. So if anyone yeah. knows or seen anyone else that's explained this before, it makes sense to me. So we're the Pluto, yeah. we the Sagittarius Pluto generation, right? Yeah. And Pluto is your triggers, your traumas, all the stuff that you'd rather not talk about, right? Mm-hmm. So the opposite of Sagittarius is Gemini, right? Mm-hmm. And every Gemini has a Gemini sun. So chances are, if you overlap your charts together with anyone, anyone from a Pluto, from a Sagittarius Pluto generation, chances are the Pluto is going to oppose the sun, mm-hmm. right? Because the opposite yeah. of Sagittarius is Gemini. So yeah. every Gemini sun is going to oppose everyone's Pluto. And if Pluto is about the things that we don't want to talk about, our traumas, oh. our triggers, and the sun is illuminating, so the sun illuminates the traumas and the triggers yeah. and the fears that we have. So if you have... a if everyone is going to have this fear of being gaslit or being ghosted, and then now you've been ghosted and gaslit by Gemini. Hectic! It's going to pop, like, a trigger is going to pop off, right? Which is Pluto. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's my explanation, and that's my understanding of why we dislike Geminis. Yeah. Oh, crazy. So, yeah. And then... Wild. Cancer's more emotional... Obviously, that's like the stereotype, right? Um, mm-hmm. But cancers, I think, are... Because the thing is, if if you're a Gemini, chance... Okay, that's another thing with the other planets. If you're a Taurus, chances are you have an Aries planet or a Gemini planet or both. If you're a mm-hmm. Gemini, chances are you have a Taurus placement or a Cancer placement or both. Mm-hmm. Right? So it goes like that with each sign. So you have one placement that's a sign after or a sign before. At least one of them or both. But you have at least one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with Geminis, um, most of them will have a cancer placement. And I think sometimes that cancer energy isn't really being used properly. Mm -hmm. And then... And then again, you have this thing of them being detached and not emotional, right? So, cancer energy is the energy that makes sense in Gemini's. Um, and it's more of a motherly, nurturing type of energy. But also what I like about cancers is that they're very, even though they're not mutable, but they're quite flexible in terms of just like fitting into the trends, fitting into what people like, fitting into, you know, the characteristics that people like, clothes that people like. So they can really yeah. um, extend themselves to make sure that everyone around them is happy or satisfied. The biggest stereotype I would say is that they're emotional, like they're like crybabies. Yeah, crybabies. <laughs> Crybabies, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, they can have like that stereotype of crybabies, but I think what's important is that we realize that oh, okay, fine. When something makes you sad, when something you Technology. know triggers you, just let it out. Mm-hmm. Let, yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Leo's. Leo's. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, it's literally my reaction to you. It's Leo Mane. It's Leo Mane. <laughs> the most interesting creatures, actually. <laughs> you know what's so interesting about Leo Mane is that they will, instead of them showing any interest in you, mm-hmm. they will pretend as if you have an interest in them. And they will make sure oh. that the space for you to express that is there. And it's like, no, no. <laughs> that Leo pride. Don't flip the That screen. Leo pride. Yeah. yeah like, oh for God. me, they're incredible to work with. Like, if they're focused and they're determined. Yeah. Yeah. But another thing is that um, I hear this stereotype where if you don't like Leos, then you should check your self-confidence. And I was like, oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's true. Who it's, said that? It's, it's true. Leo. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> Leo energy really teaches you that, oh, okay, actually, I maybe self love is important, you know? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what I like about Leo energy is that they're so confident in themselves. And yeah. what people mm-hmm. don't understand is that even, well, for some Leos, it's more of an exterior thing. Like, mm-hmm. on the inside, they're really just not, they're not, like, this big, strong, tough person. They also want to have space where they express their emotions, where they're taken care of, yeah. you know, where their softer side is treated better, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Virgo. Virgo. I like Virgos. I don't I hear like much Virgo. about Virgos. I like Virgos. They're very, um, they're very practical. A lot of people don't, though. Don't what? Like Virgos. Why? Well, a lot of people... Because they say, like, Virgos are so critical. No, but... Okay, no. But sometimes we need that. You need... No, you need some people... That's that's the thing. Like, all these energies and all... Well, all the, the energies that the signs possess are important. Unnecessary. And, you know... They, they teach you a thing yeah. or two. So even yeah. though Virgo energy can be critical, it's like, okay, well, is there something I can fix? Maybe I am making excuses for myself. Maybe I am mm. a, maybe I could work a little harder on this or that, whatever. So yeah, mm. I, I like I like Virgo energy and it's practical. Because like, yeah. as much as they can be highly critical, they're also highly critical of themselves. So with misuse of that energy it's just a projection because they criticize themselves a lot Mm. as well and so Mm. it's like okay well let me just let it out on someone else or maybe even they grew up highly criticized as well so yeah Mm. depending on the rest of the chart wild (laughs) (laughs) some burgers just got red (laughs) (laughs) Okay, <laughs> Libra. Libra's cute. I like Libra. <laughs> no, it's just that um, <laughs> I'm yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I'm not a big fan of Libra energy. Oh yeah, that's another thing. I say energy instead of people, right? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. We all have that. Like, we all have a Libra house. So even though. Mm. Your Libra house may be empty, but it's still there, right? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's interesting with 
me specifically because my Libra is in the 11th house. 11th house is about being social or society at large and i'm not really a fan yeah so okay yeah that's another thing if you don't if you don't like a specific sign check the house that that sign rules on your chart it's probably issues that you have to work on yourself see yeah yeah so liberal energy um i think what liberals need to learn is the difference between compromising and then overextending yourself because they they oh. want to make sure that there's no conflict they want to make sure that yeah. everything's harmonious they want to make sure that everyone is you know in good harmony and is getting along and it's like you don't have to change yourself you don't have to go overboard to make sure that everyone is happy right mm-hmm. um but also they have they usually have very balanced lives so you'll find with a libra the academics are on point the social mm-hmm. is on point the work is on point so yeah that's something we can definitely yeah. learn from yeah. a libra what about the, the 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 stereotype that like they're all very the energy is very flirtatious and it is that's the air energy i think it's um what is that actually <laughs> yeah i think it's I, oh it's venus yes okay so oh, yeah. um each sign is ruled by a, by specific planets so libra mm-hmm. energy is ruled by venus venus is your pleasures so um romantic relationships things like that right so mm-hmm. if you ruled by venus and now you have a as well air is communication air is how um how you speak but air is also very air is very it wants to move right it's yeah it wants yeah. it wants to disperse it wants to breathe so it's if you have that air energy about communication and speaking and then you have that venus energy that also wants to find pleasure in things then chances are you're going to have to you're going to want to find pleasure in the people that you talk to and how you talk to them yeah just flirting okay because i was wondering why um because right um libra and taurus are both ruled by By venus Venus, yes but then i was wondering like why they're so different yeah yeah (laughs) okay okay and also libra is libra libra is cardinal eh? Yes, it is. Yes. So it wants to, st- again, that cardinal energy that wants to start things. So that oh. the start of a romantic relationship is always phrasing, but never following through. But not finish it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> Ooh, but okay, sometimes they're just okay. nice, hey? So don't, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. No, I often complain about that. Scorpio. Scorpio, that's my sister sign so a sister sign is basically the sign that will be on the opposite of a chart okay i don't know know. okay on a birth chart um Mm -hmm. scorpio is intense so with scorpios what they also usually have trust issues and the reason that is is because they're so chilled on the outside and they can be very um social as well but then once you get to know them, you realize, oh my word, this is a really intense person. And then so some people just back out 
because they're not expecting yeah. all this intensity. Yeah. And then they're so yeah. used to like, oh, okay, well, you know, people usually leave and they don't want to go that deep, you know. So they, they usually have trust issues and they're closed off. But also, Scorpio energy, also what I like about them is that even though they're a fixed sign, they're fixed on what works. So sometimes mm. Taurus people, we can be so stubborn, like even if it doesn't work, and we're like, no, we want it to work, we want it to work. But with Scorpio, yeah. it's like, um, okay, fine, this doesn't work. Throw it away, chuck it away, oh, next, okay. move on. Yeah. Mm. And then mm. obsess over the next thing. Or obsessed over the oh, next yeah. person. But when they're done, yeah. they're done. Next. Yeah. Sag. Sagittarius. I am actually. Apparently, I'm the most compatible to Sagittarius. Really? Oh, Aquarius. Like, as in Aquarius yeah. sun or like the rest uh-huh. of the chart? Oh, I don't know. Wait, how do you find out, like, with your whole chart, what you're compatible with? Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's pretty difficult, but I mean, um, okay, I'll explain that later. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole. Yeah, but um, I thought you said Sagittarius because you're Sagittarius rising and moon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm also Sagittarius rising and moon. Um, so Sagittarius is. Twins. It's it's a fun energy, but also with that, what's so interesting about Sag energy is that as as much as it's associated with having fun, being confident, being out there. It's also associated with spirituality and growth. So because mm-hmm. it's ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter is the sign of expansion. So with what's most mistaken about Sag energy and Jupiter energy is that, oh, it's just happy-go-lucky. It's just going to expand goodness. Oh, it's just going to, you know, like if there's good vibes in like a Sag will bring on those good vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it will, but it's expansion. So if there's bad vibes, if there mm. is intensity mm. in the room, or if yeah. one is angry, or if one is sad, then yeah. that, it, it's going to intensify, right? So yeah. with, with maybe if, if it's a friendship or a relationship with a Sag, and then, yes, it's all happy and all good, whether at the beginning or the end, whatever. But when it comes down to having fights or arguments, then it's it's going to become a bigger issue than it actually is because it's that expansive yeah. energy. Mm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because like shame. Even me, when I think of Sagittarius, I'm like, oh my gosh, so fun, so, so yeah, yeah, they yeah, are. happy, they free, are. you know. So it's like ooh. also like Sag risings, not all of them, but Sag risings tend to be tall as well. I don't know, like it's just, just something that I've noticed. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, like I mean, three. the exception. Five four on a good day. Yeah. And then we have Capricorn. Oh, wait, oh, wait. Backspace, sorry. I'm just oh. so curious because it's yeah. like me. But what's, what would you say about like a Sag moon? Sag moon, they want freedom in their emotions. So yeah. um, they'll, they'll find emotional satisfaction in, in places away from home. Mm-hmm. So like, tra- well, going living in a different city 
or mm-hmm. moving to a different city, moving to a different country, maybe even. Yeah. So what's because most people are like, oh, home gives me this comfort, or home is yeah. so comfortable, or oh, I love home. Whereas with Sag Moons, that that's not always the case. So yeah, and also with Sag Moons yeah. is that some of them, um, they like to make sure that everyone is laughing and you know like having a good time in general but then it's like sometimes you have to it's not it's not always a good thing to always just look at the positive side of things mm-hmm. and it's like oh no i am happy oh no 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 i i am happy i am like sometimes yeah, it's okay yeah, to yeah. be sad yeah. it's okay to be angry yeah, yeah. okay um do you relate me? oh me yeah both of you, because you're both. Oh yeah, we both yeah. yeah, yeah. I do, I do. So much introspection going on. <laughs> um, <laughs> is Capricorn next? Yes. Yeah. Capricorn is next. The ah uh, Capricorn energy never gives up. Like Capricorn energy is the energy that's like, actually, this might look difficult, but I'm actually gonna do it. Capricorn Ooh, energy is like that. energy that's always up for a challenge. And yeah. like some of the things I'm just like, um, is that is that possible? Rest. Like, <laughs> rest. <laughs> rest. 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 <laughs> I'm like, is that possible? And the thing about um Capricorn energy is that it's usually compared to goats walking up a hill or mountain. Whereas like mm. It might seem impossible, but they're still just going to continue on. That's it. They yeah. they just have this tunnel vision. That's where I'm going. That's the peak. Yeah. And that's where I'm going to end. And they just keep going. So like it's that. 10 years, 20 years. They just keep going. So yeah, like still like at it. Yeah. But also, um, it's so closely linked in terms of like pop astrology. It's so closely linked to capitalism. It's like, oh, Capricorns are always about oh. the money. Oh, they're always about their job. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, yeah. what are Capricorns without capitalism? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, this didn't exist before. And fingers crossed it's not going to exist yeah. anytime soon. So it's like, okay, well, how do you define it without money or without a career? Right? It's just that mm, yeah. strong energy in terms of like, even in friendships or relationships, they always try to make it work, you know, obviously not in a toxic situation, but Mm -hmm. if Mm -hmm. there's a possibility for something to work, they'll work it out. Yeah. If it means going to therapy, that's what they'll do. If it means therapy for the whole year, that's what they'll do. If it means Mm. rehab, that's what we'll do. You know, that's that Capricorn energy. Okay. And then it's, Aquarius. Aquarius. <laughs> Chisanga, I think you're frozen. She is frozen. Hi, girl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was like, why are you guys frozen? I was like, why are you guys frozen? And then... And then I checked and it said no internet connection. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, do I have load shedding? But then, no. Because I was like, why is the Wi-Fi off? But yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Um, okay, we were talking about Aquarius. Oh Aquarius. my gosh! Hey, just in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. No, I love we're not that bad. I'm kidding. Please. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. Please. Oh my gosh! Before this, when you like talk about Aquarius, can we 
Because, you know, I feel like Aquarius males are just worse. So, can we just maybe... Oh, okay. Make that Mention distinction. That. Can we make that? Okay. Um, <laughs> Aquarian men only make sense when they have a Pisces Venus. So, if they're going to have a Pisces... I mean, a Capricorn Venus or just some... Or an Aries Venus... Then th- that's where that's where problems start, right? But mm-hmm. um, the Pisces energy just kind of balances out. I think yeah. with Aqu- Aquarian men, they tend to have like this god complex. It's like oh, everything they all the idea. I know. Hi guys, your faces. <laughs> no, but um, it's not necessarily like um, stubborn energy. As much mm-hmm. as like Taurus or Leo, it's sort of um, all my ideas make sense. All my ideas yeah. are don't make sense to you because I'm smarter. All my ideas don't Ooh. make sense to you because I know more. And Crazy. I am, you know, and it's like okay, cute. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but Aquarian energy, um, it's often described as detached or like mm. oh they, they're just like they're not oh they're not emotional they, they yeah. are yeah they, are. they don't care you know so it's just that they don't yeah. show it and they pretend not and prefer not to show it because it's sort of a sign of for them sometimes emotion can be a sign of weakness so mm. they don't exp- they don't express it because they want to make sure that they Im- not as much as you want to say like oh they want to make sure that their image is sorted but it's not as it's not as fickle as it seems they just don't yeah. seem as a type of person that doesn't have they ish together you know yeah so that's why they don't lose it in public you know wait okay wait so then when you combine that mm-hmm. with a sag moon that's always like no guys happiness love gora gora yeah, so like, okay, as much as you want to be like, oh, happiness, positivity, woo, 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 you know, you don't want to, that's for, that's for other people, to make other people feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. for you personally, you don't want to show your specific emotion, like, okay, today I'm really, really sad, I don't want to show face, because as an Aquarian son, if you're not feeling well, you obviously don't want to show face. You don't want to cry in front of people. So it's like, I can't spread that Sagittarius positivity. So mm-hmm. I'm obviously just going to be like, you know what? Actually, I might not just, might not show face. And then that's Period. the flighty. Yeah, yeah. That's sort of like the flighty air energy. That kind of <gasps> Oh my God! <laughs> You know, all the time I always like speak to myself and I'm like, nah, dude, my like coping mechanism is flight, flight. (laughs) Yeah, that's that air energy. It's the energy from Aquarius and then it's the mutable energy from Sagittarius rising and moon. So it's quite flighty. It's quite flighty. And then like when a conversation gets intense and then you want to change the topic and like make it a little more softer. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Wild. The last one. Okay. Wait, and, and like Aquarius women? Or was that like all Oh, all? I like Aquarius women. Like Aquarius women, like as much as they can have um, their own ideas, they're not as, what can I say? 
they're not as detached. So, mm-hmm. Aquarius women are, they're also the type not to show their emotions that much, but they also have like sort of delayed expressions in emotions. So they'll mm-hmm. feel something at that moment Mm-hmm. And then they won't say anything about it. And then it's like two months later, three months later, and it's like, you know what? Actually, something happened. I wasn't going to say ago. nothing before, <laughs> but I think I'm a little bothered now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, and another thing, well, it's not necessarily that they're still as heated as they were two, three months ago. The reason why they do that is because three, two months later, they're more detached to the event. And the specific circumstance oh. that happened. So then when they speak about it, they're not as emotional anymore because it happened such a long time ago. And then you prefer yeah. to express some, you prefer to talk about something now that you feel less attached to it. Because now you still oh. have to, you still get to keep that strong face. I'm not that vulnerable. Nothing really hurts me that much. Yeah, you still get to keep mm. that face. I relate. Like, I only ever like talking about stuff when it doesn't affect me anymore. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Pisces. Pisces. I think, like, for me, Pisces are the bigger crybabies in Kansas. I don't understand why. But anyways, <laughs> but um, Pisces energy is also very trusting. Like, it, it trusts people mm. quite easily than most yeah. signs. Mm. And they're more... They're also more artistic. Um, mm-hmm. Pisces is ruled by Neptune. And Neptune, like I said, is like... Sort of the confusion in your chart, right? But also with that, mm. it's like the unattainable, the far-fetched. So, because they have such interesting imaginations they get to be really good artists so you'll find Mm. um with your musicians they'll they'll have aquarius suns but also like a pisces venus or a pisces mercury pisces mercury is a very strong um creative at well creative placement right Mm. but also with pisces again it's the issue of boundaries right because they're so trusting of people they have a hard time learning how to set their boundaries so yeah oh yeah yeah okay that's but so also with, with pisces energy um my friend and i talk this talk about this quite often is that because they're so trusting of everyone yeah you know that thing of like don't trust someone that's all that's friends with everyone it's that yeah. similar concept when it comes to Pisces energy. It's like, okay, well, they might be fickle to you specifically because they're trusting someone else. Okay, no. But, like, they have... How can I put this? They sort of, like, weigh their friendships, right? And as much as they weigh their friendships, mm-hmm. it's it's inconsistent, so sometimes you're the best friend, sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're the most trusted Ooh. one, sometimes you're not. Also that mutable yeah. energy as yeah. well. So oh. it's a mutable water. So yeah. it's like it doesn't know where to put 
all that emotional water energy. So it just, I'm going to put it here. Tomorrow it's yeah. only here. Today, mm. yeah. Whoever does, whoever does tarot or understands tarot, Pisces is also associated with the Fool card. And the Fool card is that energy of just take a leap of faith. It doesn't matter. Just trust whatever's out there. Yeah. Yeah. What does a Pisces Mars mean? Or like Mars and Pisces? Mars and Pisces. Okay. So that would be Mars in detriment. So some, well, all the planets have signs that they're more comfortable in so with Mm -hmm. mars and Mm -hmm. pisces that's a bit difficult um we saw that earlier this year as well during the lockdown actually like when like level five level four and then it's about to go in pisces again in a few weeks i think Mm -hmm. so what what that means in detriment is that mars like we said it's about that competitive you know strong energy just wants to do things just wants to get things done and Pisces mm-hmm. is water, and Pisces wants do doesn't want structure too much. It doesn't want like okay, this is what needs to be done. This is who we trust. These are our friends, and that's it. That's that. And so, mm-hmm. your motives as as a Pisces Mars person, your motives are going to mo- motives being Mars are going to be more centered around meet well not meet but um being creative but also not having too much structure and then Mm -hmm. that's how some mars pisces people often struggle as well because it's like they have to be more strict with themselves in terms of creating structure because that pisces Mm -hmm. energy doesn't want that structure it wants to do things with emotions it wants to do things because they like the person not necessarily because the person is qualified or not necessarily because the person is good for the job. So that's that's how it becomes a problem. Yeah. Oh, okay. And what does, like, Lilith mean? Lilith is... I think it's more of a... Not a... I don't want to say dark feminine energy, but it's... Some people say your sexual pleasures, or I think it's... I think it's more of not necessarily your traumas and triggers like Pluto, but it is aspects of the same topics, but more yeah. specific to to your sexual life, rather. Yeah. So it's it's hello it's quite hectic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking. Yeah. But also your pleasures as well. Yeah. So. And then, um, with cusps, like, do you believe in cusps? Um, because I know. Wait, like, what's a cusp? A cusp is when it's two signs, inverted commas. So, mm-hmm. um, say 20, oh. 21 June, and then they're like, oh, I'm a cusp, I'm Gemini and Cancer. Yeah. That's not always the case. I mean, I've seen some mm-hmm. charts where, okay, so with a chart, it works in degrees. So it's like a, it's a full circle. So, yeah, a cusp is where it will be zero degree, 30 degrees, one degree. Okay, but more specifically, zero degree. So, the reason why people are like, oh, I don't believe in cusps is because it's very rare for it to be specifically at that zero degree, right? 
So, mm-hmm. um, but I've seen shots where some pl- some planets or risings are at zero degrees. And then mm-hmm. they're like, but I sent the exact time. And I'm like, it's a cusp. Don't worry, it's a cusp. But um, I would say you get to exude both energies, to be honest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. No, yeah, because um, when I look it up, like it says I'm a cusp, um, like a Gemini mm-hmm. Cancer cusp. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way, like, I interpreted that was that, like, I'm a Cancer sun and moon, but I have a lot of Gemini in my chart. As well, yeah. Yeah, as well, so... Gemini, yeah. Mercury, and? It's Mercury, Jupiter, Saturn. Um, yeah. Oh. And then, yeah. I have a lot of Aquarius and a lot of Sagittarius in mine. In your chart? Yeah. So, um, if you have... So if you have um, three placements in one sign, that would be stellium. So if you have three cancer placements, it would mean you're cancer stellium. So that's just the energy that's more exaggerated in general. Okay. Yeah. So I'm a gem. I'm a Sagittarius stellium. I'm also a Gemini stellium, but I don't usually say that. So no, no one wants to say that. <laughs> um, no one needs to know that. It doesn't fit with your brand. No, it's not, really. Like it's not. It doesn't align with my brand. Yeah. I mean, okay, maybe. No, same. I'm a no. Gemini stellium. Ooh. Uh, okay. I wanted to mention synastry, right? With all the relationships, yeah. like how do you tell? For me, I feel like it depends on what you need at that time. So mm-hmm. a person, like, let's say they're, um, I don't know, okay, Virgo sun with a Capricorn rising and a Capricorn moon, right? And then they're mm-hmm. like, I keep attracting Aquarians. What is going on? I keep attracting Aquarians, right? So mm-hmm. if you're Capricorn rising, then Aquarius is going to be in your second house. So, you know, that thing of like people come to teach you a lesson and you know people come and go. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about astrology and relationships as well. If you keep attracting mm-hmm. people where their signs are in the same house. So if you keep attracting people where they, most of their signs are in your second house, then that means we need to... They're there to teach you self-value, self-worth, um, how to view yourself as more, like, more important than, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, if you keep attracting people where their signs are in your third house, then you have to improve your communication skills. Then you have to be more expressive about how you feel in that relationship. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it Ooh. all depends on what your needs are at that time, whether you're ready yeah. or not. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the most popular ones are seventh house, because seventh house rules relationships anyways. First mm-hmm. house for attraction, and then eighth and fifth for sexual activities. <laughs> <laughs> but ninth house is really good as well, especially for like longevity, because ninth house is growth and changes and expansion. So your in terms of like your perception. So you want someone that's going to be with you through your changes and through your growth. 
so that so that yeah. um ninth house prevents that energy of growing apart ninth mm-hmm. house is more of growing together and you know not being bothered by someone changing their perception like obviously yeah. your perception is going to be very different now than it was five years ago mm. Mm. but yeah but you shouldn't like make decisions based on that um yeah. i always say like it shouldn't astrology doesn't tell you that this is what you should do this is the partner that you should be with this is the career it just shows you that oh this relationship works because of this this relationship oh, might yeah, have issues yeah. because of that these are the issues mm. and also with issues and challenges don't try to fix what's not broken even within yourself even with your own personal chart like if it's like oh if your chart is like oh you might struggle with boundaries and you don't necessarily struggle with boundaries then don't try to make that an yeah. issue yeah <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it means yeah. that you've already outgrown that and that was the challenge in this lifetime and you've already achieved that so move on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. have you heard of the thing where some people say like when you're drunk or intoxicated or something you become your moon sign or, like your it's... moon sign becomes more prominent i don't think it's moon sign i think it's more of a rising i would say but um yeah i don't know who that girl is <laughs> I don't know. I don't know her. Wait, wait! You were gonna tell us how to find out, like, if someone is compatible with us, like, according to our whole chart. Like, how oh, oh yeah, 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 no, like, um, it was just what I was explaining. Like, you check the houses, so um, oh, yeah. synastry is basically where you overlap the charts, and then you see mm-hmm. how the person's placements interact with your placements. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... Okay. Okay. Yo, so I need, like... <laughs> third dates. Be like, okay, bro. No, what time, what were, time you were you born? Where were you born? Fully, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <so sorry. laughs> literally. Yeah. <laughs> no, because my friend was like, when is the right time to ask for the birth time? Because yeah. I really need... <laughs> 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 okay, wait. Would you consider yourself... Okay, I don't know if this is offensive. I apologize if it is. But a chakra hun. Oh, I knew you were going to ask that. (laughs) Like, it's just that the definition is... is Okay, not necessarily the definition, but the usage of it is a bit weird. Especially by cis-head men. Like, but if I'm talking to, like, my friends and we're having a conversation and then they mention chakra huns, I'm not going to be offended because... I know my friends aren't necessarily the most misogynistic people alive, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. if a random cis-hit man is going yeah. to now say something offensive, and then I'm like, no, no, that's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. That's not going to fly. I mean, it's like, oh, like, is this even real? I'm like, really? Okay. Dude, if if you don't want, it's fine. Don't. It's fine. It's fine. Don't embarrass yourself now trying to. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Manifestation. Do you guys believe in manifestation and like manifesting? 
Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I've never tried it. How do you I, manifest? Do you just think about it? Did you say, do you know, just think so about it? There's so many methods <laughs> and... <laughs> Yay, people are out here. People are out here doing the most. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it. I think it does work, but I think... Um, there's also everyone understands intersectionality until it comes to manifestations. Like, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. fine. You have your manifestation ritual and you're thinking positively, but also obviously work hard. Yes, but also yes, you have to yes. consider white privilege. You have to consider Yay. racism. You have to consider Ooh, yeah. your gender. You have to consider your sexuality. So yes. all these things come into play. Mm-hmm. about in terms of like what's happening right now in any moment in time all yeah. those factors come into play how much money you have your mm-hmm. economic status your social status yeah all those things it's come not to play. magic yeah yeah it's not like as easy as just there is a thinking about it yeah it's and not yeah. all <laughs> magic yeah <laughs> Yeah, like as you said, there's so many like the other factors that you have to take into consideration. Yeah, yeah, sure. Have you guys like ever tried it though? I mean, I, I mean, I listened to a few people and try to like understand what this is really, mm-hmm. and um, a girl there was a podcaster who was like, "You consistently doing it because you're consistently thinking." Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You can't really say, you can't really ask, like, oh, have you done before? You know, you, you're consistently doing it, whether you're aware of it or not. Yeah. Because mm. also, like, as much as, as much as people focus on your conscious mind, your subconscious mind also plays a role. Yeah. So, oh. yeah. Okay, so manifesting is, like, thinking about it. It has elements of thinking about it, but it's also doing... <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's that's what people don't really talk about, like the action behind mm. it. Because mm. mm. everyone's just like, you know what? Say all these affirmations, Imani meditate yeah. all the time, meditate, do this, do that. Just keep thinking about it, you know. Eleven, eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a lot. laughs> yeah, literally. It's, the TL's fave. No, literally, literally. I love it though. It's it's like. It's almost like a moment of prayer on the TL. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much so a we are all gathered here today. Moment. Yeah. I remember in first year, I used to do it like all the time. I'd be like, oh, it's 11 11, make a wish. But it's not even like. Yes. Yeah. But it's not even like. Man, if, I don't know. It's just something I used to do, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. But I do believe, like, what you. Not like what you. Obviously, there are other factors, like Eski said, but I do think that, I don't know, you can't just go around, you can't just go around saying stuff like, oh, I'm so broke, I'm so yeah. ugly, I'm yeah. poor, oh, all of that yeah. stuff. Because like, yeah. literally, because not even like just the energy that you're putting out, but also if you believe all of that stuff, then it is going to have an, sorry, if you believe all of that stuff, then it is going to have an impact yeah. on how you act, yeah. which mm-hmm. is just going to like feel it even that- more. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, like, as much as it is about thinking about it and doing, usually what you think about determines what you do. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. Guys, SQ has a blog. 
post about like astrology and how to like read your chart and all of that yeah. Stuff. Yeah. i still have to like keep up with that i just wasn't sure which direction to take like i was mm-hmm. like should i do uh, like hectic stuff or should i just do the basics yeah i'm yeah. really sure what direction but yeah follow your heart but on instagram i usually just post like new moons full moons retrogrades yeah yeah Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yes. Okay, going back. Yes, retrograde. Going back to astrology for a second. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Explain it. So, this is when the planet appears to be moving backwards. There's like a whole video, like to actually see the motion of how it appears to move backwards. It's very similar to a car that's driving slower than you, even though you're both driving forward and in the same direction yeah but if the mm-hmm. car is moving slower than you then it will appear to be moving backwards it's a very similar analogy oh yeah so um yeah. with retrogrades mercury retrograde i think is on wednesday if i'm not mistaken so if wait how many retro didn't we how many like how much how, how many, many are times they does like, happen in a year there's yeah. about three okay, okay. Not, yeah it's definitely not I'm not too sure if it's four, but there's definitely three. Mm-hmm. So yeah. but it's twenty percent of the year. So with retrogrades, well specifically Mercury retrogrades, it's a time to just take a step back in terms of decision making. Um and mm-hmm. this is like really important and you really have to do it. But it doesn't mean yeah. like you have to stop your life now. You know. Yeah. But um they say try to avoid like big purchases like a you know a tv set or something like that um electronics Mm -hmm. usually act up communication with people is usually difficult Mm -hmm. and then i think it's just a time also um depending on what sign the mercury retrograde is there's a lot of mental energy that happens so um people tend to overthink during this time especially virgos and gemini's um they tend to overthink about certain situations and past past decision that they made like was this a good decision was it a bad decision you know did i did i do it incorrectly did i do it correctly was that you know was i supposed to do that or not so yeah 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 and then we have we currently in a mars retrograde right up until the 13th of november okay yeah. so does every planet have a retrograde period uh, yes. I don't know. Yes. The... Um, okay. But some are more. This is why I got interested in more into political and like social affairs astrology type of vibes. Yeah. Because with the longer retrogrades, um, they affect more in terms of like society as a whole. So, for example, mm-hmm. we just got out of a Saturn, Jupiter, and Pluto retrograde, I believe. So that was like basically most of the lockdown right so um you won't feel it that much personally as you would a mercury retrograde but um it's very interesting how those those retrogrades were during like heavy lockdown and then now they direct and then now it seems like it's easing back into so-called normal life yeah i think that's interesting Ooh. Yeah, and I started chart reading. 
How's that going? It's, yeah. Yo, it is so intense. It is so intense. Because, like, for some yeah. reason, I'm like, am I supposed to be seeing this? Like, <laughs> is this for me to know? But I think yeah. that's, that's the thing about, um, obviously, it's something that I had to think about for quite some time. So I knew what I was signing my, myself up for. And um, it's you, sometimes you get like almost attached to a specific chart because you get mm-hmm. to see like how a person thinks, what their motives are and what their traumas are and how, because the thing is like, I don't want to be the type of reader that just like dumps your problems on your chance. <laughs> like, yeah. These are your issues. These are your issues. It's like, okay, fine. Yeah. Like, it needs to be a balance. Like, okay, these are your strengths. These are the challenges. And then how to overcome the challenges using the strengths in the chart. Yeah. Because chances are, if it's a challenging placement, it's going to have an aspect with another planet. So it's like, okay, well, mm. maybe this type of energy will help you with that. Right? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so then, like, being afraid to know certain information about... I mean, not being afraid to know certain information about people, but, like, it being, like, a bit awkward sometimes. Mm. Do you, do you like, chart readings for your family members or your friends and... Um, I've just started like for my friends a bit, but um, it's it's just a matter of like picking it up and then seeing mm-hmm. it on the chart and then letting it go, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But some things as well, like if I'm, in terms of like traumas and triggers, I'll usually just mention a sentence or two. I'm not really going to go into details because you know the details. I don't need to mention yeah. them. Like I can see them, but yeah. I don't need to mention them. You know what I'm talking about when I, yeah. you know, mention a keyword. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's interesting. Wait, so then do you do for like the general public also? Um, I'll start doing that like maybe mid-November. Yeah. I'm just trying out and seeing how how I feel about the ones that I'm doing now. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. Okay, wait. Okay. So when you say the ones that you're doing now, Mm -hmm. okay, okay. Or maybe you said this already when you said you read it and then you let them go. Like, is it like a one-time thing? They give you the chart, whatever. You read it for them. You tell them what you see. And then um, you let them go or like... Oh, um, the thing is like, it's such a... Okay, so you give me the your birthday and your birth time, and then mm-hmm. I do I see your chart, and then I interpret it, right? Mm-hmm. So you have like other interpretations, like if you go on cafe, cafe astrology or astro dot com, you do have like certain interpretations, but they're very short and very general. It works on an algorithm, yeah. so it's not really specific to you per se. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, for example, it's not going to go into your degrees. It's not going to go into your aspects. So if it's just going to see, oh, okay, Sagittarius Moon, and then the algorithm is just going to kick in for Sagittarius Moon. But yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. well, what house is it in? What degree is it in? What are the planets that are closest to the moon? Um, and how does that affect how the moon is going to, the well, the mm. moon energy is going to manifest in your life? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because I was like, oh, yeah, I've read my thing in Cafe Astrology. It's a long ass paragraph. So I pretty much know. <laughs> um. <laughs> if you complain about those paragraphs, my dear. <laughs> 
Because, like, um, on average, it's about 10 pages. Like, at least mine are, roughly. Oh, yeah. Mm. But then, like, the proper ones will probably be about, like, 20 or 30. Yeah. Just one child. So, yeah. And you go into like every aspect of the yeah. person's life. Yeah. Yeah. But some some are going to be longer than others. Like for example, if you're going to have three planets in the first house, then obviously that's going to be a much longer interpretation since it's mm. one of the energies that's more significant in your child. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So you can have like three planets in one house. It doesn't have to just be one planet. Yeah, you can have yeah, if you can have three planets in one sign, you can definitely have three planets in one house. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um okay. like cuz I read like this analysis of Jeff's chart, Bill Gates' chart and Oprah's chart and they have strong pluto placements so like their pluto would probably be in the second house i think pluto mm-hmm. being yes it's it's traumas and triggers but it's also intensity right so if it's yeah. in the second house of money then it's like intensifying the need for money right so they're obviously going to mm-hmm. do the most but also a good jupiter placements jupiter expands whatever wherever it's at right so if you're going to have a jupiter eighth house that could also mean a large amount of wealth or jupiter second house as well yeah Mm. so it's like different thing yeah wild okay wait okay okay sorry so with the houses Mm -hmm. the higher the number the more Oh no! I um, mean, not the higher the number, the lower the number. So, like the first house, second house, third house, what what what. Each house has its oh, different themes. Okay, no, never mind. Like each yeah, house yeah. has its own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me allow you to speak first of all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so first, I'm just gonna go like very generally. Um, yeah. First house is identity, the way you present yourself. Second house is assets, money, but also self value and self worth. Then third house mm-hmm. is communication, um, your siblings as well. Fourth house is your home where you grew up, your roots, so to speak. Your fifth house mm-hmm. is your pleasures, what you find, your hobbies as well, where you just feel like a child, where you just feel the most comfortable, but also in terms of like you, the activities that you do. Sixth house mm-hmm. is health. But it's also um, structure, routine, your daily routine, your work routine, your life routine, errands, chores. Seventh house is relationships, business, friendships, and romantic relationships. Eighth house Mm -hmm. is... So, um, the opposite... Okay, in a chart, the opposite of the eighth house is the second house. So, eighth house can also be money, but it's money that you get from other people. So, inheritance... Um, oh. taxes, yeah, sort of, that sort of stuff, and then, but also, it's, it's stuff that we also want to keep, like, a secret, almost, so I have a cancer eighth house, so since cancer's emotions, you want to keep that a secret, 
and you know like or crying or whatever then I'm going to be more secretive about my emotions especially since my moon is in my 12th house so I'll explain that okay and then ninth house like I said earlier it's growth it's expansion but because of and spirituality to a certain extent though um religious groups as well because it's expansion and growth it's also universities mm-hmm. so um like i can for some charts like i can tell if it's going to be more beneficial for them to study overseas as well so like people that have ninth house placements usually want to study further or study in other countries as well then yeah 10th house is your reputation so a lot of people say it's career which is true but the reason why you want to build up this career is because you want to build a reputation right so it's your public image yeah. um, a lot of celebrities will have 10th house and 11th house placements 11th house is society at large um it's communities as well but with third house and fourth house it's more of your home environment whereas 11th mm-hmm. house is like the environment that you technically that you sort of expand to, right? And then mm. 12th house, my favorite, but also not really. 12th house is, it's very complex because it's, it can be your traumas and your triggers, but depending on what's in your 12th house, but it's also um, your personal spirituality, your demons, your your characteristics and things that are holding you back, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like the house that shows you that how... Okay, it's the house that shows you how you are your own enemy. Ooh. It's very interesting. I like it. (laughs) Okay. 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 Because I have my chart, like, in front of me from Cafe Astrology, as you say. Um... And it's just like, wow, like, I can't even ask you, hey, what about this? Because it, like, intersects with this. And, like, mm, it yeah, can also yeah, be affected yeah, by this. Yeah. And it's yeah. so wild. Yeah, it's so wild. Okay, yes. so your first house is also, like, is your first house basically your ascendant? Yeah, so the start of your first house is your rising sign. There's an end of your first house. Mm, yeah because it's 12 houses so okay it's a full circle right full circle is 360 degrees right so you have 12 Mm -hmm. houses so each house or each sign and 12 houses 12 signs so each house and each or each sign depending on what yeah will have about what's 360 divided by 12 30 degrees I'm gonna embarrass Your myself. Girl. Yes, it is. Yes. Then, no shame. We left maths, trigonometry, yeah, in, in we're whatever we're they. Done. So it's so each house or each sign will be roughly about thirty degrees. Yeah. So um. Your the start. Oh no! But like how how you said it, it was like. Just the first house, yeah. there's a beginning of the first house and then an end of the first house. And then with the second house, there's a beginning of the mm-hmm. second house and then an end of the second mm-hmm. house. So if you're, if you're a Gemini rising at five degrees, then your first house starts at five degrees of Gemini. 
and will probably end at about the first couple of degrees of cancer as well. So it's a full 30. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then it moves on to the second. So then you'll, mm. have, you'll have a second house cancer and then you'll have a third house Leo and carries on. That's very interesting. Yeah, so we all have all the signs, basically. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Okay, okay. okay. And then that's why so then, um, I yeah. hate the stereotype of like, oh, it's just 12 personalities. Like, no. Not only do you have different signs, different planets, you also have different planets and different signs. Then you have mm. the different signs in different houses. Then you have the different planets interacting differently with each other in terms of the aspects. Mm-hmm. And then you have the degrees, because some people also analyze degrees as well. So mm-hmm. we're not all the same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not like exactly. every Pisces. And that's why like so many people yeah. like don't believe astrology because they're like, no, but I know so many Aquariuses and they're all not the same. So it's not real or whatever. I hope not. I <laughs> hope they're not all the same. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, wait. So then, let's just say our signs for like anybody who's wondering, like our 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 trinity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at me. Look at you using the lingo. Okay, okay. Um, I'll go first. I'm a Cancer Sun, and then my Moon is also in Cancer, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, um, apparently it's a lot of emotions this side. Anyway, and then I'm a Taurus rising. Ooh. Okay, and I'm a, I'm an Aquarius sun. Apparently we're detached and I'm a, <laughs> and I'm a Sagittarius moon and a Sagittarius rising. Yeah, I'm a Sagittarius rising, Sagittarius moon and Taurus sun. Chisanga, your top, your, um, what am I saying? Your three placements are the same as Oprah Winfrey. I know. She also has the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Hopefully, I'm going to be balling one day. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that's so, you know what? Um, mm. Wait, it, okay, out of your, like, three... Mm-hmm. Oh, I know this is so like broad. Okay, this is oh, whatever. Yeah. But like, out of the three, which would you say you resonate the most with? I think Sag Moon. Sag Moon. Like when I re- discovered the moon signs, and then it was like Sagittarius yeah. Moon. I was like, okay, makes okay. sense. Literally, same. It yeah, a lot. Same. It a lot. But the one placement that I don't really um. That I don't really resonate with is Aries Venus. Yeah. I mean, to to some extent, oh. but I think I mean, yeah, I haven't really, yeah. What are the like, what are the characteristics that you don't resonate with? Um, in just in general, that. Aries energy in general. I'm not. Oh. I don't see that. I don't see. Yeah. That yeah. Um, I think I relate with like. I don't know, because when I read about it, I'm like, oh, this makes sense for everything yeah. in my chart, you know? Yeah. Um, but then I would say, no shame, it depends on what we're talking about here. Because mm-hmm. I relate both to Cancer and Taurus mm-hmm. in different ways. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shame. It just depends what you're talking about. According to... Because I relate to both of them. According to, like, astrology. Because Marcella and I talk about this all the time, how we're not compatible as friends. (laughs) And how it's like... Yeah. Like, at all. (laughs) At all. Not even a little bit. But then, um, we spoke yesterday because Chisanga's Capricorn is I mean Chisanga's Venus yeah. is in Capricorn yeah. and mine is in Taurus and, and so we were like Taurus maybe that's and... why but also with that like people are like oh but I'm a Virgo sign and I'm supposed to get along with Taurus people but I really don't or yeah. I'm not supposed to get along with um, I'm not supposed to get along with Leos but I do it's like if you want to make it work at the end of the day you will yes oh. yeah like compatibility in terms of astrology or not if you decide then it's gonna work so yeah Mm. because at Mm. the end of the day you still have free will you know yeah 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 and with with a placement that just made sense for me besides being Sagittarius moon Sagittarius Mm -hmm. moon in the 12th house that just made sense yeah I was like yes that makes yeah. sense because yeah. um <laughs> being interested in this sort of stuff like manifestations astrology spirituality mm-hmm. it's very much a 12th house and 8th house thing so it's mm-hmm. like okay okay yeah yeah <laughs> this makes all the sense mm-hmm. um okay wait i wanted to ask because like, even, like, on the TL and even now when we were talking and Chisanga was, like, make that distinction between the men and the women. <laughs> Do you think, like, <laughs> there really needs to be a distinction made? Um, not necessarily. I think that, like, it's quite limiting because there's so many different gender identities as well. Yeah. But mm, also, yeah, like I true. said, we need to take in the, con- like, we need to take into consideration... Things like patriarchy, sexism, misogyny. Mm -hmm. And then, like, for example, if you take Taurus energy, right, and then you mix it with patriarchy and misogyny, how is that going to turn out? So I think when people are like, no, please disassociate us from Taurus men or Gemini men, it's because of the impact of patriarchy and misogyny has on... The specific signs energy yeah okay makes sense makes sense makes sense so knowing all that you know about astrology do you ever like sit back when we're all talking or something and be like yeah no he's a There's Capricorn the cancer in <laughs> wow. not all yeah, the no. time eh? <laughs> like at the beginning when you're like all interested then that does happen but at, after a certain time it's like oh okay yeah I mean like some days I won't even talk about astrology the whole day or sometimes i just want to read anything astrology based you know because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's such a it gets so intertwined with like life in general and then it's like mm-hmm. you don't want to because okay be, like i said at the beginning because it's the study of the quality of time you don't want to get stuck in the past and de- you definitely don't want to like over obsess with the future because it might not happen yeah. Um, and mm. even if it does, it's like, where is the thrill? Do you know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, what's the point yeah. of knowing what's going to happen two days' time, you know? And also mm. just, like, obsessing over the present. Like, okay, it's... The sun is at this degree, blah, blah. The moon is at this degree. It's like, you're not really living in the present. You end up analyzing yeah. it, not actually mm-hmm. being in it. Yeah. So yeah. it's... It's, like, what I usually say is, sometimes with astrology, you have to put boundaries with it as well. Mm. So, yeah... Okay, yeah, I feel you. I a feel good astrologer you. knows when to keep their boundaries. Their boundaries, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm. it's like for you know for some for some people it's like work, you know. You don't even as an accountant oh. you don't even talk about accounting all the time. Like mm-hmm. you're going to have that time mm-hmm. you're like I don't even know what's going on, you know. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking here, ne? Mm-hmm. And it seems like the only houses that are occupied by planets are first house, second house, five, six, seven, eight, eighth house, tenth house, ninth house, seventh house. If the rest of the houses aren't occupied, what does that mean for the for those houses that are not occupied? Okay, so um generally it's not it's not um a focus or a consistent theme in your life in general. Oh, right. Okay. But um, mm-hmm. I'll give you an example of a chart that I recently did, and they had a Libra MC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a Libra MC, and Libra MC is usually lawyers or um just anything involving the law, attorneys, etc. Usually. So then, and but the tenth. Okay, the MC is the start of the tenth house. But the 10th mm-hmm. house was empty, right? So what I do is, or what astrologers do is, Libra is ruled by Venus. So they'll look at where Venus is to gain more information about the 10th house. And oh. that, that in that specific chart made more sense and it was cohesive with the rest of the chart. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have a 10th house that's empty, but my 10th house is in Virgo. Mercury rules Virgo, so I go to where my Mercury sign is mm, to give yeah. me more clarity about the tenth house. Yeah. yeah. Or you can just use that, okay. that planet itself and be like, oh, okay, Mercury sign. So I know that it's like a lot of mental energy, maybe involving communication or speaking or writing as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Wait, so when you say it's... It's not a focus for you in life. Mm. Does that mean that you should focus on it, or no? You like, or you should just focus um, on the things that are. It's basically like you're going to focus on it at a specific time, but it's not going to be like your entire life. So, for example, um, my my seventh house is also empty. So, seventh house is relationships and friendships, right? So, I don't Mm. usually like put a lot of energy into. finding the right partner finding the you know it's not yes it's going to be something that is going to be important in my life but it's certainly not something that i focus on a lot Mm. yeah okay interesting this is so interesting it is it is it's such a rabbit hole wow yeah because i remember um like generally started being interested interested in it in like grade seven Grade, grade mm-hmm. 7, grade 8. And then my one friend was like, you do know this is such a rabbit hole, right? 
And I'm like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Put me in, coach. Yeah. You know, you spoke about sister signs briefly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that have any, like, significance whatsoever? Um, not, mm. I mean, like, personally for me, not necessarily. Like, I've had, I've interacted with a few Scorpios, but it hasn't been any different from just other people as well. But, um... In terms of sister signs, it's just there's certain things that they can really learn from each other. Um, and oh. because they, yeah, so usually that's why they're sister signs. It's like, okay, where your strengths are, those are my weaknesses. And where my weaknesses are, those are your strengths. Oh. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Makes, so, sense, um, makes sense, makes sense. For example, Gemini and Sagittarius. Sagittarius is all about the bigger picture, um, the grander plan, that, that whole Jupiter energy of like the bigger the better. Gemini just wants mm-hmm. the details, wants the facts, you know. So those are, it's like, yes, Gemini's are very strong in finding the details and finding the facts, but it's like they don't, they don't necessarily have that thing of finding out the bigger picture. Why are we doing this? The purpose. You know, mm. whereas Sag does, mm. and then Sag lacks the details. Then it's like, oh, I have this grand plan, guys. These big ideas. It's like, okay, well, where's the plan? Yeah, that's where Gemini yeah. comes in. Okay, I feel you. It was really nice having you on SQ, and Thank you. it's so like evident that you're so knowledgeable and passionate about it, and it was really really informative and i hope it was informative for everyone listening as well mm-hmm. and yeah thank you it was really fun having an outlet <laughs> so that was the end of the episode i hope everyone enjoyed it and um, even if you're not interested in astrology, just something to think about. It's not a cult. So, recruiting. No one is recruiting anyone. No, it's just like a weird um, stereotype. Oh. Like we're trying to recruit people. No oh. one's trying to recruit. No real astrology person tries to recruit people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just respect it enjoy mm-hmm. it yeah yeah that's all <laughs> cool so yeah we hope y'all enjoyed because i know personally i learned a lot yeah. like it's, it's it. so so interesting and yeah we just hope that you guys share the same sentiment after listening to the episode yeah. and yeah yeah so uh, if you guys have any feedback or any suggestions or would like to leave a review or anything, um, it's all down below. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a review. Otherwise, we have a Google form in the event that you have any feedback or suggestions for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at DM Podcast with two Ts. But then that's also going to be in the description box below. Um, and yeah. Please do return next week, same time, same place, every Wednesday, on Definitely Maybe. Bye! Bye.